0: What is good, everyone? This is your host, Deanna Kempel, with Label Free Podcast, Live Your Best Life. You must live label free, as always, always bringing you some new dynamic guests, helping them share their story, bringing it to you, to motivate you, inspire you. My next guest is a corporate world survivor. He is now a public speaker and an author of Outsmarting Uncertainty, Create Your Best Life, and amid anxiety and chaos, sorry, excuse me, can't talk. He recently moved to Myrtle Beach from the New Jersey area. He was one of seven. Please welcome Mark Valenciano. Mark, thank you for joining us today. Can you please introduce yourself and tell the audience a little bit about your background?
1: Absolutely, Deanna, and thank you so much for having me as a guest. I'm really excited to be with you. Um, sure, so I'm Mark Valenciano. I, uh, you know, years ago was a, a corporate executive. Then I became an entrepreneur. I owned my own company for a couple of decades. And then recently sold that to uh, follow my passion, to inspire and educate others, to go out there and create their best life, no matter what anxiety they might be facing. I really push people to get comfortable being uncomfortable, uh, yeah. to, to kind of toss up the uncertainty balance in their life. At age 15, I was told I was going to go blind, and um, for a while there, I really... I was kind of grappling with the concept of darkness I really I wanted to be thinking about girls and cars and sports yeah and instead I was grappling with the concept that my life was going to be really different it was going to be really challenging I was going to be filled with insecurity and uncertainty And I had to start figuring out some things pretty darn quickly and uh, at the age of 15 a few months after I was given the news after kind of wallowing around for a while feeling sorry for myself I quietly developed some tools that I've implemented and I've used all of my life to help me navigate through life's biggest and smallest situations and challenges. And these tools have helped me really create a fantastically happy and successful life. And um, I'm thrilled to be here. I've been sharing my story uh, around North America and Central and South America from uh, the speaking perspective. I love being in front of a live audience and then uh, decided to put it all into a book.
0: I so, love that. That's great. And so thank that just, you. There's a lot of lessons to be learned there. So you, you are, in fact, blind. You did go blind. So it wasn't something that they told you. It's something that actually happened, correct? Yes. I,
1: I can't see you at all right now. I can't see the camera. I can't see the computer. I do have a sliver of my peripheral vision. Okay. So on the very right and the very left, the very top and the very bottom. And I work that peripheral vision really, really, really hard to help me navigate around obstacles but I still walk into tons of stuff every single day my shins my knees my shoulders my face they take a beating I walk into coffee tables and chairs half open doors or door frames I've uh, cut up my face pretty badly a few times once I was walking down the sidewalk and I was walking pretty confidently I had a good yeah. clip, and bam right into an enormous oak tree and just cut up my whole face so you know what you just you gotta come into Yeah,
0: you gotta take a beating sometimes and just keep <laughs> on move, keep on moving, right? <laughs> that's
1: exactly right. That's exactly right. <laughs> well,
0: that, well, that is why you are here today to share your story, and that's why you are impacting lives, you know. So um that's a real young age for that to happen, but you seem to have a great attitude. Can you tell us like that journey of acceptance, you know, probably having to grieve a little bit, you know, yeah. with losing your eyesight and then just kind of turning the corner to where you have created these tools that you written about now recently yeah
1: absolutely so those those first months were really difficult uh, again being a 15 year old boy and being told that news is really hard you're trying to figure out life under best circumstances and all of a sudden I had all these questions my goodness what about reading you know what about finishing high school what about going off to college what about having a career living independently you know getting married getting around and um, so life was was pretty difficult and I was just acutely becoming rapidly, acutely aware of all of the aspects of my life that were going to be different. And I did spend a little bit of time feeling sorry for myself. And then I found myself in a movie theater, paying no attention to the movie that I was there to see. And in fact, I was imagining myself up on that movie screen in a movie about me. There I was, a 15-year-old boy, yeah. who had recently been told he's going blind. And I started thinking, geez, how is that character up on the screen going to react? What's the next scene of this movie going to be? How is this story going to unfold? Right. How is I going to react? What was the next scene of my life going to be, and how is my life going to unfold? And then right then and there, I realized that somebody is writing the script for these movies that we go and see. Somebody is thinking far into the future and determining the storylines for these characters. And why couldn't I determine the storyline for the most important character in my life, me? Right. And right there at that moment, Deanna, it was born, the tool that I would use to help me through all of life's situations and challenges. And I I call it my inner movie and you get to write and direct and star in every one of your next scenes. And really what it's about is using your imagination and thinking forward. And what that allows you to do is it allows you to anticipate. And when you can anticipate people's actions and reactions or obstacles or hurdles, um, then you are able to better prepare yourself sure. for whatever that situation is and whatever outcome you are seeking. And it sounds so simple, but it takes discipline. Yeah. And it's a tool that's really helped me succeed in business. It's helped me make big decisions, like to, to leave a big corporate career to start my own company. It helped me make the decision to sell my company. It's, uh, it's, it's really helped me through lots of different things. Your inner movie, your imagination is a really powerful tool.
0: I love that. And there's something that there's a quote that I've seen in the past that says, you want to be the star in your own movie, right? You want to be like, you want to be the star in, in your life movie. And so putting yourself in that perspective definitely allows you to kind of look at things a little bit differently. If, you know, I mean, we are, we're, we're, we have a society where it's based on celebrityisms, movies, blah, 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 blah. Now social media, which luckily you can't see, cause thank God it's, kind of <laughs> a it's a hot mess. Now, I mean, if you use it properly, it can be a incredibly powerful tool, but yeah, yeah now that's kind of, that's taken things to a completely another level, but Mm -hmm. Um, I I love that. I think that's a great mentality to have. And I think that, I mean, yeah, as with anything, you know, when it comes to making a positive change with your mindset, it takes discipline. Because yeah. Right. Yeah, it like you're gonna say something. Go well,
1: ahead. It, it, it does. And using your inner movie really forces you to think about the kind of person you want to be. Yes. So I'm a big believer in self-awareness. You need to know how you want to be, what you want to value, how you want to react, how you want to be seen, and how you want and that, that helps dictate how you're going to behave and act and the words that you're going to use. So and I think having that great self-awareness is also really important in creating your future.
0: Yes, absolutely. Well, okay, let's talk about this book. Well, yeah. no, hold on. Let's. When did you become a public speaker? When did you start doing that?
1: So in 2016, in the beginning of 2016, I sold my company. I had some bad stuff happen in my family in 2015. Two of my brothers passed away within four months of one another. And I realized at that moment, sitting in the hospital with my second brother that You got to be, assuming you can afford it financially, you got to be doing what you want to be doing now because none of us know when that last breath is coming. Um, He and my other, those two brothers died way, way, way too early, decades way too early. And so I decided that um, the company that I owned, which I loved, we had many thousands of happy customers all around North America, but it was, the work was becoming much more in conflict with who I was as a blind person. So much more of my tasks were being put onto my assistant's plate. And so I sold my company in the beginning of 2016 and took a few months off. And then I had a speaking engagement opportunity serendipitously drop into my lap and I ran with it. And so uh, 2016 until COVID hit, I had a booked schedule of public speaking all over the United States and Canada and South America and Central America and Puerto Rico. And it's just been great. My events my speaking engagements were very much towards corporate executives, CEOs, okay. um, and they're very hands-on. They're very interactive, um, okay. and they they get people out of their comfort zone, and they're a lot of fun, but because they're hands-on and interactive, COVID brought them to a complete halt. Uh, yeah. So uh, that's when I kind of kicked back and decided to embark on writing the book.
0: That's, that's amazing. Well... So I, the speaking thing, you know, I, I kind of, I started taking a speaking, like being a part of the speaking group, how they teach you how to speak. And yeah. that's a very scary thing to do. Like, yeah. I just kind of like starting the podcast. It was a little scary at first. I was like, Hey, fuck it, whatever. Like, <laughs> we're just going to have a great conversation. i you know, like, I, I'm just going to share this story. I'm going to share my story and whatever happens is going to happen. You know, yeah. hopefully magic comes of it, but I, I think that people that can go on stage and speak in front of others are just so like so incredible. What was that like for you at, at first? So
1: I had done a lot of public speaking for the previous decade for large charitable events. Oh, okay, so I-, I was pretty comfortable with it, um, and I had had a number of people suggest, "Hey, you know, you might want to consider doing this professionally." But my first paid speaking engagement was uh, really fun. Uh, it was a little nerve wracking. Um, and you know, I learned a lot about technology failures and I learned, uh, don't let the audio guy tell you that the mics don't need to be tested because they need to be tested. Yeah. Um, I've learned about lighting people, making mistakes and, um, uh, but it it was fun. I, you know, somebody says, well, do you still get nervous going on stage? And the answer is yes. And I better continue to get nervous going on stage because if that, if that nerves, if those nerves cease, then I... It's like I'm mailing it in. I, I yeah. don't want to do that. I, I, you want to get better based on the nervous energy, and then you want to get a good start to the program, great start to the speech, and then work off of the energy that you feel in the audience. Um, so it was nerve-wracking in the beginning. I've learned a lot, and I love it, and I can't wait to kind of get back to it.
0: Hey guys, Deanna here. I'm taking a quick break to share an exciting opportunity with you. I have recently partnered with Scotsman. They have created a crowdfunding campaign building 3D printed electric scooters that make transportation smart, elegant, and sustainable. It runs on energy efficient batteries that double as USB-C power banks. And they're swappable too, so you can replace your battery and keep your scooter. Check out their crowdfunding page down below. Hurry and sign up now to take advantage of their early bird prices, 50% off. It has a built-in camera, GPS, live maps, and an automatic lock. So hurry up now, get in on this. Go to my special link below, 50% off, and be a part of this really cool campaign. You won't be disappointed. I feel like that, that energy in the room when you're up there speaking is so, like, probably addicting and intoxicating. It is.
1: <laughs> it is. And, you know, back to the, that inner movie and trying to anticipate. So whenever I go into something, a meeting or whatever, yeah. um, stepping on stage, I always envision what I want the end result to be. So when I'm going on to, to give a speech, I envision how I want that audience to feel and react at the end of that speech. Um and that really helps guide your behaviors along the way, not only in writing the speech and preparing and practicing it, but then on stage. And it's 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 a it's a high. I mean, there's yeah. no doubt about it. It's a it's a high.
0: I can only imagine. That's amazing. Well, I'm you'll glad. be great.
1: You'll be great. Keep it. Oh up. yeah.
0: I I think that maybe I'm making my way there, you know, slowly but surely. We'll see. I mean, obviously, like you said, COVID's throwing a wrench in a lot of different things for yeah. a lot of people. It's great that last year created so much separation amongst people we you know in my, yeah. especially in my own personal family like there's been so much separation just because of we are uh, some of our viewpoints and our beliefs don't align and it's just been it's been a very interesting um it's been very interesting to watch i've been i can i'm a person that can remove myself and kind of like float above my body and see what's going on and it's just like man this hasn't been cool <laughs> you know i'm sorry that 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 this is happening, but at the end of the day, we still have to live our lives, which yes. actually which actually brings me to, I wanna digress a little bit. <clears throat> I've been talking, and I feel like in the last year and a half has really created more of a movement of people that are wanting to go out and live to their height and do live their highest good, or be their highest, best, best person that yes. are there breaking up with corporate and they're doing all these things. I feel like this has been more popular, you know, in this last year and a half than ever before. Do you feel the same way?
1: I do. I think that, you know, people that have been forced either to give up their work, um, have been forced out of work uh, or whatever, I think that this has been an opportunity for people to figure out what they love. Yeah. Um, And some people, it's been hard because some people who lost that job but have families to raise and don't have the big financial resources, you know, they might be out there working three jobs just trying to make the groceries and and you know the rent or the mortgage work. And that's difficult. Right. But for other people, I think that it has given them pause. It has given them an opportunity to breathe and to think inwardly and go, you know what, geez. Well, in my case, geez, I, I do want to write a book. And in other people's cases, geez, I I do want to change careers. And this this is a really good opportunity, or this is an opportunity for me to. You know slowly start my own business or to start painting or whatever so I do think that a lot of good did come out of a terrible situation yes. in so many different ways um, but a lot of good has come out of it as well
0: it's been a beautiful thing for me to to actually talk to people that have going that are going through these transformations or these enlightenments and that have you know like yourself have broken up with that whole corporate living in that box you know and doing yeah. what you're supposed to do and and just going out there and actually inspiring others. So that brings me to my next thing. So you have this book that's coming out um, very soon here, right?
1: It's actually just got released. Yes, it's available right now on Amazon and a bunch of other booksellers. So yes.
0: Okay, and it's Outsmarting Uncertainty, Create Your Best Life Amid Anxiety and Chaos. Tell us about this book, because that's some, you know, a lot of people have suffered from anxiety. We've gone through a lot of chaos this last year and a half. Why is this so relevant now than all the other books that that are out there that kind of toe the line with the same subject?
1: Yeah, so great question. So a couple things about the book. First of all, I push people to get out of their comfort zone. I push people to set some goals and go achieve things, go accomplish things. You want to minimize some uncertainties in your life, go accomplish things. And I can explain that in a moment. Um, And I realized that COVID that shut down all my speaking and the book had been swirling around, I realized, well, my goodness, Mark, take your own damn advice, go accomplish something. You've been wanting to write this book. The ideas have been swirling around for three years. You have the time now because you're not getting on airplanes and traveling all over the place and writing speeches. And so the book is also kind of a self-fulfilling prophecy for myself to get myself out of my own comfort zone and write the book. So it was an interesting exercise in living what I try to coach people or encourage people to do. Um, I'm a big believer that, you know, uncertainty obviously causes lots of anxiety. And in many cases, people that feel uh, heavy loads of anxiety can become really stagnant and and inactive. And I I just believe that you have to figure out ways of replacing that inaction or that stagnation with action and accomplishment. Um, I'm also a big believer that, and that's a great way of kind of um, getting yourself out from massive amounts of uncertainty. Yeah. Um, so, so part of the book is about you know dealing with big uncertainty and dealing with stagnation and anxiety. But the other part of the book, and I've got this whole section called the Balanced Uncertainty Index, is people that are too certain, people that have too much certainty in their life, people that have um, no worries, um, they need to, I encourage them to go out there and create some, too much certainty is not good. That means you're, you're probably not being creative. You're lacking creativity, you're lacking uh, open-mindedness. Um, and if you're a leader, a business leader and you are too certain and you are not welcoming and creative, then there's a chance you're even a little bit dictatorial. So I encourage people to review this balanced uncertainty index and in areas where they have very little worry and lots of certainty, to go out there and create some uncertainty. And in areas where they are overwhelmed and they're anxious to chip away at that uncertainty by doing a couple things. Number one, there are global and distant uncertainties out there over which we have no control. And you have to just accept that. I I had to accept the fact that I was going to go blind. There was nothing I could do about that medically. But what I could do is I could control how I reacted and I could control how I lived my life. So people have to go out there and figure out, okay, it's these big uncertainties that are getting me down or weighing me down. I just have to accept them. Now let's focus our energy on things that I can control and slowly chip away, determine some smaller goals, determine the actionable items to achieve those goals. There's nothing wrong with starting small and then go do it. Go do it. Take the action. You are accountable for your own life. So go out there and do it. And the more you do it, the more anxiety you reduce and the yes. confidence you build.
0: Mm-hmm. That is the, actually, that's the perfect recipe. I'm telling you, like uh, for me, like, I think I have a good balance. Like, you know, I get a little nervous here and that, like there, my life's uncertain right now. I mean, I'm not in the corporate world anymore. I focus hundred percent on my podcast. Yeah. You know, I'm not where it's, it's not where it needs to be, but I feel like we're, I'm getting there. You know, this space is a good space to be in right now. Because it's blowing up. Um, yeah. But I also know that nothing in life is promised. That we only have today, this moment, this 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 right, you know, you have to enjoy every moment. And you know, I, I've I've come to accept that, you know, there nothing you can't control anything. Control is an illusion. So if you think that you're going to go through life and control every little thing in your life, and that that's just going to be your safety net, there's you're going to have some you know some big realizations when your whole plan just goes out of whack because something happened that was out of your control.
1: That's exactly right. There's only one thing you can control and it is what you say or do in this particular moment.
0: Amen. Outside of that,
1: you do not have control. That's, a, you're exactly correct. Amen. That's why you need to really be self-aware. You need to know, you know, kind of the person you want to be and, and the values that you have and the vision that you have for your future so that your actions and your words at this moment are congruent with where you're trying to take your life. So having that vision of your future, for instance, I at that 15 year old kid with with looking myself up on that big screen, I kind of plotted out who I wanted to be in college, who I wanted to be as a young professional, who I wanted to be, what I, you know, I, I knew that when I turned 50, I wanted to be physically fit. I wanted to be optimistic. I wanted to be happy. I wanted to be in a great relationship. I knew all of those things. So my words and my actions along the way were mostly consistent with who I wanted to become.
0: Yes, I love that. With that being said, where can people find you, support you, find your book, all this good stuff? Can you plug your links for me?
1: Absolutely. The the easiest way is um, you can, if you want to go right and buy the book, you just do a search on Amazon or wherever you buy your books for Outsmarting Uncertainty or Mark Valenziano. But really, you can just go to www.outsmartinguncertainty.com. And that'll be a a page about the book. You'll find a little audio message there from me. You can download a little primer about the book and then you can buy the book right there. And then from there, you could link over to markvalenziano.com and you can pick up the phone and call me. You can send me an email. I'd love to hear from people. Uh, If you've read the book, I'd love to know what you thought of it and what your favorite stories were or what is your own story? How did it impact your life? And things like that. So uncertainty.com. Uh, is a great and easy way to find me.
0: I love that. And I will definitely put all those links in the show notes, you guys. So please, if you are dealing with any uncertainty and you've got anxiety, feel like your life is, is chaotic, Go and check out the book, and you know, or reach out to Mark and just see. You know, I'm sure he would love to talk to you and
1: Absolutely. you know, walk
0: you through that and you know, give you some tips on how you can you know overcome those different things that are happening. So before we say goodbye, Mark, I, this has been a great conversation. I think I could talk to you for hours.
1: Thank
0: <laughs> you. Likewise. Yes, this has been amazing. Can you, can you any last words of wisdom or advice you'd like to leave with the audience?
1: Yeah, go shake up your life. You like don't become compl- complacent. Um, Go, you know, if, you, if you're if you overwhelmed and you're anxious, then, then take it slow and, and figure this out and please read the book, it'll help you. But it'll help steady you to deal with whatever life is throwing at you. But other than that, don't live a life of complacency. Go out there, figure out what you want to change, what you want to learn, what you want to add to your life, what you want to remove from your life and go after it because it adds so much value to your life and so much to your happiness. And I really am a firm believer that happiness is the cornerstone, uh, excuse me, uh, gratitude and optimism really are the cornerstone to, to happiness. And happiness, happiness though is the foundation on which we build success. So people wanna have a successful life, make sure you do everything you can to make yourself happy and you will find success.
0: Yes, make yourself happy. No, one's, no one has control of your happiness but yourself. That is a choice. You have to exercise that every single day.
1: Exactly.
0: Every single day. And that's your responsibility.
1: One one thing that I've always lived by and a sentence that I've used forever is that we become the result of the decisions we make. And so go out there and make great decisions and go shake up your life and become the result of the decisions that you make.
0: I love that. Beautiful. Thank you so much, Mark, for being a guest. This is amazing. You'll have to, I'm sure there is more exciting things on the horizon for you. So please keep us informed so you can come back and share those things with us because I'm super pumped to see what that is. You Thank guys, this is your host, Deanna Kumpel with Label Free Podcast. Live your best life. You must live label free. Please don't forget to subscribe, like, comment, share, follow, all those good things. And I'll be back soon with more dynamic guests.